You're listening to The Lively Pod. It's 12 days of podness. Let's dive in. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to a very special episode of Podmas. We have a special guest, <laughs> Miss Lindsay Emery, for our first and very only wine night chat. So I'm so excited to introduce the famous Lindsay. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs> I am very excited to be here. Not only is Lauren a very amazing friend, but I am a huge fan of the Let Us Be Lively podcast. So this is quite an honor for me. This is our first time doing one together, so this I is know. very exciting. And Lindsay has her own podcast, so Lindsay, tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yeah, so I it's, it's pretty casual now that I'm saying it out loud, but my podcast is more like an audio journal, I would say. More like... I share personal stories that are very vulnerable and or things that you wouldn't normally want to talk about, but in a way that you can relate to it when you listen to it. It's called Unfortunately Relatable. So just because things that happen in your life that are unfortunate does not mean that they are not relatable to other people and took a long time for me to realize that myself. So it's exciting. Her episodes, you will listen to her and just absolutely fall in love with her. (laughs) I mean, she's so easy to fall in love with in person. But you just absolutely come across that way in your podcasts as well. And it truly is just what the title says. It is 100% relatable. Even if the circumstance in that situation hasn't happened to you, there is something that you can take away from each of your episodes that is on that relatable level. Where you're like, yes, I have felt that way in some situation in my life. And I think that's the power of your podcast. That's the goal. I love that. Yes. (laughs) Friends supporting friends. I love it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So we just wanted to kind of come on for a special Podmas episode where we're drinking our wine. We're having Pinot Grigio. So cheers. (laughs) (laughs) And we are just going to talk about life. Like Mm -hmm. we are entering, Lindsay and I both just graduated college. We are both in a long-term relationship, Very so we long-term. both have our high school sweethearts. <laughs> Lindsay is engaged. Y'all know that I just got married by this point. And then, yeah, we're both living our lives and just got jobs and kind of are entering the real world, whereas our significant others are both in med school. So that's how Lindsay and I met yes. is... Our uh, boys are both best friends, I feel like, at this point. And so it was just kind of a natural friendship from there, but has grown to be so much more. Yes, I completely agree. It is is really nice knowing that you have somebody who not only gets the lifestyle that it requires, but also just like bonding on our own personal level has been really, really amazing for me as well. I love that. And life has just been so different than I thought it was going to be. And just the past like year or two changing has been crazy. And the the amount that we have developed and created all these new opportunities has been absolutely crazy for me. And I know for you too, you're like bouncing all around every day, always having something new to do. Yeah. And I think it's nice to be able to have somebody to relate to who isn't in med school or Mm -hmm. a graduate program. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like we're at that age where a lot of our friends are either in college or are in post-grad degrees. Right. And so it's been really nice to have that, I want to say like quote unquote adult relationship, even though I don't really (laughs) see myself as an adult still. You are. But we're getting there. But like having that kind of friendship where 
you're you are figuring out things like finances, yeah. pay rate, things yeah. and kind of those atmospheres. Which are all things I bring up to you all the time because yeah. that is somebody I talk to that isn't in the same situation as my fiance or, you know, other people in my life right now. Yeah. Who are yes. hemorrhaging money to So go it's to very school. helpful. Yes. Yes. Which yes. is like a whole different topic. <laughs> um, but so tell them what you do. So I yes. love her job, you guys. You're going to be mesmerized by oh, what gosh. she does. No. <laughs> so my job. Important. Okay. I can't even lie when I say I have the privilege of having the best job in the whole entire world. I mean, everybody has their own niches and their own goals in life and their motivations and all of that. I just feel like I was very lucky to find my motivation so early in life. I feel like when I was a little girl, I always knew what I wanted to do. And you know, that comes from experiences and the way you're raised and the things that you love throughout your life. I work with people who have intellectual and developmental disabilities and I work for a nonprofit that's a local nonprofit, but also a nationwide nonprofit that, um, kind of came full circle for me and I feel really comfortable with where I am in my life right now even relating to my job because when I was a little girl the same nonprofit that I'm working for right now provided services for my family who was in need when I was a little girl so these services that I'm doing for others now were given to my family and I feel like it's amazing to come full circle and to be able to give back and to participate and have some sort of contribution to doing that for other people. And yeah. it's been amazing. And so not only did you see the benefit, yes, you're now providing the benefit, yes. which is like two different Big thing. Yes. kind of gratitude spots mm-hmm. to focus in on because you can relate on that level of the families that you're serving. Yes. But also knowing that like you are now being able to provide that yourself yes. has to be that sense of just immense gratification. Mm-hmm. Not that there aren't, parts where it's hard and difficult and that days are shitty but you can always come back to that kind of note yes. or underlying tone exactly what i told my bosses when i was interviewing is that like i realized how important the job is not only because of the job description what you're responsible for but because i see the other end of like why that is so important i can see how like the effect of it you know like yeah the result. The result is the word I'm thinking of. Like you yeah. see the result of how important that is. And I think that's really amazing. So I I love it. I have a great job. I wake up every day. I feel a lot of gratitude. I come home every day. I feel really great. You know? It's yeah. amazing. And you're working your 9 to 5. Yes. How does that 8 30 to 4 30 at the moment. 8 30 to 4 30. I like it. I like it. Yeah. So that's kind of what I want to jump into first on the podcast is just how does it feel to be in a career? Like you're no longer in yes. school. How... How's that? Yeah, for me, I feel like that's really crazy because when I was in college and even when I was younger, I never imagined myself having an opportunity where I would be responsible for something every single waking day. Like I wake up in the morning and I know I have to be somewhere at a certain time because I feel my job is important and I feel the services I am providing, I need to be there for people who are going to be there for me and my Mm -hmm. job that is extremely important. Having that adjustment of, you know, going to bed, waking up in the morning and having somewhere to be all day and knowing you have to be there is very overwhelming at first. But I feel like once I got into it, I felt so excited to be there every day. Yeah, because you now, can't just take a willy-nilly sick day like nope. you could in high school nope. where it's just like, mom, I'm staying home yeah. kind of thing. And I also think that it's important for them to note that like you and I both had jobs throughout our entire lives. Like I started working when I was 12. Yeah. Like that is yeah, a I really young age to start working. But so jobs in my head up until this point, have always been the extra. They have been what helps me stand out and not the, like, 
norm yeah. you know yeah and so like transitioning to not having school be like my primary focus and having the weight taken off of the job per se because I could always like cancel if I needed to right. or something like that because I was so young but that's a good way to look at it's it it's now like yeah. it's the full time that thing. is your primary you can't mm-hmm. do anything like it's no longer the extra you have to give it your full focus yeah And I think that change in perspective hit me a little bit harder than I was expecting. I always viewed that work as like my extra piece. And so coming to focus on it as the main has been honestly a little bit challenging. That actually reminds me of something that I was talking about, I feel like today or yesterday, but it's amazing. And I don't know if you share the same sentiment, but like when you go to work and you're doing whatever, you're in your zone, you're at work and you come home for me, I leave it there. I come home, I do my own thing. And it feels amazing to not be like, oh gosh, what do I have to do before tomorrow? What do I have to do before bed? Oh my gosh, I'm anxious about this. This is on my mind. I don't have to worry about it until the next day. And I've never been in a position like that before. And I don't know if you share that same sentiment or like, you know, some people bring their work home with them or whatnot, but I love that. Yeah. I no, I think I bring it home a little bit just because I do have so many facets of what I do. So like I yoga teach, I, or I teach yoga, I am a health coach on my own, but also under another profession. So like doing it for another person. And so I don't have quite the same structure. So it does, I do have to remind myself to turn off, but I mean, that has just got to be like a freeing feeling, especially. So how do you balance coming home, not having anything to do while Jacob on the other hand, so Jacob is her fiance while he is just studying and still has so much to do even into the night hours. I do feel bad sometimes because I'm not trying to like rub it in his face or anything like that. But I come home, I open the door, the dog's excited to see me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm home. I rip my shoes off. I throw them in the closet. I'm like, party, like, let's do this. Whatever we want to do, the world is free. And he's sitting at his desk, like typing away, stressing about this, like doing all these things, like has his earphones in like trying to stay focused and I'm like oh my gosh like he is still in the zone like this is not the same thing for everyone it does not apply to everybody and I sit there being like okay I gotta check myself for a minute like I have to figure out other things to fill my time and things that I learned that I love to do for myself and things that I've been exploring like recently sewing for me yeah. like I've really like discovered that I like really like doing these like little niche things that are my free time that don't involve work or work thoughts that are for me but that also accommodate my partner and that don't disturb him while he's doing his thing you know and I, mean, I know you feel the same way because oh. when I walked in Lauren's house today I was like oh gosh should I be yelling right now I don't know if yeah Will's, Will's working, working. You, you never, never know. know that was the biggest piece of advice that Chris Lang gave me so Will's dad he like texted me and he was definitely that supportive role for me when I was doing it because Will's mom went to med school. And so he knows what it's like to be the significant other of someone in med school. And so he sent me this long paragraph text (laughs) one day, which was the cutest thing in the world, just describing how I needed to find my own hobbies and really dive into something that I'm passionate about, not work-related per se, but just something to keep me occupied while they are so hyper fixated on what they're doing. Yes. Because they do, they have to be hyper fixated on everything because there's just so, the mass amount of quantity yeah. that they're a, studying that and working. Requires, yeah. And it requires yeah. that. But having the ability to focus on other things to fill that free time because they are working, mm-hmm. they are busy. So you can't 
make them sacrifice when you get off the clock to come do whatever you want to do. Yeah. yeah. In the summer when it was such nice weather, we would come home because we have a nice pool in our little condo area. I'd come home from work and I'd be like, let's go to the pool. Let's drink margaritas. Let's go to the park. Let's do this. And he'd be like, I can't. Like, I'm sorry, sweetie. I can't. I have all these things I have to do. And I'd be like, oh, bummer. But like, I don't know. I made me feel like, okay, wow, I did what I had to do for the day. Like, I'm happy with where I am. Like, this gives me time to do things with what I want to do. Make friends, spend time with people who I want to spend my time with after work, go to the park, do exercise, find things that I really want to do. Yeah. Was there anything that you think helped that transition or change of mindset? Because I think that mindset can be hard to adopt especially when you're in a long-term relationship and want to spend so much quality time right you want to spend time with them but they can't so what do you kind of do in those situations yeah that is that is rough I think we're still dealing with that not that it's like like hard and like makes me really upset but something that for us that was different is that Jacob started medical school before we moved in together so that precedent was already set before mm-hmm. I moved in with him so I don't know if you and what were the same way but whenever since I've like been living with him we've never had like a free time as a couple to like do whatever we want to do because it was always in the picture so I've always had to like think about this before we even moved in together like what am I going to do when he's doing all of these things and I never really faulted him for it I've never been mad about the situation I'm I try to be as supportive as I can I'm sure I can be more supportive than I am now and I'm working on it actively every day because you know it's hard you're in the same situation sometimes it's really hard but you know there's things I really want to do sometimes and I'm like oh man we can't do that because I know I already know what the answer is going to be so I'm just like dealing with that but I think and there's the situations where it's never the necessarily like it's a conflict or an argument but there's that tone of disappointment in my voice sometimes yes where it's like i'm disappointed that he can't hang out and then he feels bad because he has (laughs) quote unquote disappointed me but it's not the fact that he disappointed me it's just that he couldn't do whatever i wanted to do whether it was going out to an event or going out to dinner or something like that i'm more disappointed that i'm missing the event or missing spending the quality time with him right but i'm never mad or faulting him yes for studying yes. that that by any means like yeah. that is what he needs to do and of course I'm proud of him for working even when there's so many other fun things that he could be spending mm-hmm. his time with and so it's kind of like balancing that disappointment tone yeah to make sure that I'm not putting the pressure on him of trying to go out and do all of these things right. alongside it because I do want to be a form of stress relief for him. Yeah. I don't want to add, <laughs> add stress. Jacob always says that to me. That's yeah. a good point. He's like, you're supposed to relieve my stress, not cause me stress. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a really good point. <laughs> like, oh, that's my job is yes. the significant other. Yes. I forgot that. And sometimes you have to be reminded. Like, yeah. so Will and I's biggest thing is that you have to have that open line of communication. Yes. And because if you don't, because we talked about this in a different episode, but it's like, If you have that open communication, it doesn't mean that you have all these in-depth conversations all the time or they come up naturally. A lot of times they don't come up naturally and it's just like you bring them up and you're like, hey, our energy's off or hey, I am feeling 100% stressed right now and I need help. And you just have to start that communication stream. And like that's been our biggest saving grace is that even though we may be off in a moment, we know that in a later moment, we're going to talk it through yeah. and get to a better conclusion. And sometimes you just have to take a breath. 
Well, coming from an outside perspective, I've always thought that you and Will were really amazing communicators. Like it's from like a layperson point of view and like being a friend, like I always thought that you guys were like really amazing communicators, just the way that you speak to each other and like your tone of voice all the time, even when you are stressed. Cause I have seen you like stressed or if he's like disagreeing with whatever you guys are always very positive and like you never down each other in a situation like that, at least in front of anybody else. I, we, I think Jacob and I have gone same home about like, wow. you and Jacob. And I wonder if it's like partly because we've known each other for yeah. so long, like being high school sweethearts. Yeah. It's like, I feel like you do get on that personal level where you can kind of focus on that communication. I mean, when you get together with someone when you're 14 years old, <laughs> like you're just a kid. You don't know any yeah, other way of talking yeah. to somebody. It's just, you do talk. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that. That's so true too. Like you literally grow up together. You learn how to do everything together, which is amazing. But the other thing that's just really amazing about knowing you in this situation is just like we can bond on that exact thing. Like we grow up together with our significant others and some of it is not always the prettiest thing. And some yeah. of it was hard and the mm-hmm. things we went through doesn't always make it so like romanticizing the idea, but it is amazing. Like I wouldn't want it any other way. I never would have thought as a little girl that like, I would marry my high school sweetheart. Uh, and I'm either. so proud of that. I love that. The it's amazing. That I married my first boyfriend. Like, <laughs> not good that for I you. could for never you. have another boyfriend in my yeah. life. Sometimes I think about that. I was watching Friends the other day, and it was the episode where Monica starts freaking out because she's marrying Chandler. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to have a first kiss again. I'm like, I'm never going to have all this. I'm like, I'll never have a first kiss with anyone besides Will. In my entire life, ever. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, ever. Yeah. I don't know. I've never been salty about that, though. Like, I've never been like, no, oh, wow. exactly. Yeah. I never feel I like I'm missing have that out freak on it. Out moment, no. But it is something that's interesting to think about. But that's how you know you're in your right situation. You are where you're yeah. supposed to be and who you're supposed to be with because you're not sitting back being like, oh, wow, I'm missing out on things in life. So if okay, you're not I thinking that, your relationship you are where you're tips. supposed to be. So, like, if you had to give like two or three relationship tips just from, and it doesn't have to be high school sweetheart related, yeah. but just in general, because I think Will and I have like these set things that we always say, but I want to hear yours. Oh gosh, like a set thing. I feel like you no don't have to have a set thing. No one's ever, <laughs> no one's ever asked me, honestly. No really? one's ever asked me because Jacob and I are very really niche. get this talk all really? the time. They're like, well, what, how do you all do it? How is your relationship how does so it go? strong? Yeah. And like, we always come back to this set. Really? And like, the listeners, I probably know that because if like you good communication. To- that kind of stuff. Yeah, we have what are called the four C's, but I don't want to say. Okay, it no, don't, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I, I feel like for me and Jacob, especially, like we are very different people, but like we're also one and the same, and we we don't even need to communicate to know what each other are thinking. Like he he knows my vibe, he knows what I'm thinking, he can tell by the way I'm breathing, like what's going on, and I love that about our relationship. But I feel the most important thing that I have learned about my relationship in the past two years, just because of everything I've learned in my life, is to like zoom out. And when I say that, I literally mean like zoom out. Like I could be so mad about something, something so small, holiday plans, going out on one Saturday or having dinner with people I don't want to have dinner with or something so stupid. And just like being so mad or so angry and like thinking something hurtful or, you know, portraying yourself in a way that could be hurtful or something like that. I always think it's so important for me especially me because Jacob never does this, but for me to zoom out and like look at the big picture of things because when I'm driving to work in the morning or when I'm leaving work or whenever I have downtime, the only person I'm thinking about is him. And like the only thing that's like running through my mind is like, 
how important he is and how like he is the only thing that I want in my life. So when I zoom out, it always brings me back to like, there's so many things in this world that I don't care about and that, that don't mean anything. And he is not one of those. Like he is something that is like the driving force of everything. So whenever something happens now that we live together, that's so small, like I've been obsessed with pomegranates recently and I've been <laughs> splashing the pomegranate juice all over the kitchen. Everywhere. Like, it's everywhere. It's been everywhere. And he's like, oh, can you please make sure you use paper towel? And I'm like, yeah, 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 I'll do that. I never do. And then there's like, <laughs> it's just everywhere all the time and I'm, it's just so late at night and he gets so mad and I, I, I want to zoom out and be like, there's, I need to like focus on the big picture of things and to not I worry about never like that, you know? thought about that piece of advice and I love it so yeah. much because I'm one of those people who overanalyzes every single word I say. No matter who I'm saying it to, I will literally sit and think about it late at night, it'll like wake me up some nights. And there have been points in Will and I's relationship where I get so laser focused and I'm like, oh my gosh, that fight was the straw that broke the camel's back. Lauren, no. Like he's gonna break up over me (laughs) nagging him to do the dishes. Like, you know, like something so idiotic. Really? But that's just like where my brain goes. Like I'm a big negative spiraler. And I love the idea of zooming out because there have been points like the dishes example is just a stupid example, but where I talk to Will about it afterwards, and he's like, what are you talking about? Like, We're oh fine. God. I didn't even notice. Yeah. And so it's kind of those things yeah. where it's those funny moments where you can take it to mean such a big deal. But when you zoom out, you kind of find your priorities again. Something that just brought that up to me. And I know that you could probably relate to this. But being in a long-term relationship and being with somebody for so long, I feel like you can become not numb, but become so used to things that you might not even realize the way that you're doing things or that Mm -hmm. you might have a tone or the way that you're talking about something or somebody. And that I feel like I need to enact some of what you were just saying about maybe analyzing a little bit more what I am saying because I've been with him for so long, so maybe I don't even realize something I'm saying is not something that he would want or it's negative or something like that you know what I mean like maybe because we've been together for so long that things have just kind of like gone and gone and gone and that sometimes you need a refresher you need to wake up and say hey you need to be grateful for what you have because maybe one day you won't have these things or you need to like have a wake-up moment and be like you need to realize how good you have it and I that's why I'm like that's why I brought the zoom out thing like I always want to have a constant refresher of that so you never lose touch with that so last year, Will and I made New Year's resolutions together. Oh, really? And we basically did like a relationship audit. And so we're going to do it again this year. I want but you to tell me about that later. So it's I can... really fun. We did, I think we set like five different goals for our relationship. And so one, I think, was about communication. One was an activity that we really wanted to get into together in the year. One was a book that we wanted to read together. So just setting different goals that weren't time consuming because obviously he's in med school and I'm like trying to build a business, what yada, yada, yada. (laughs) We're a little bit busy. We were getting married in the year. And so you guys had a crazy year. We did. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I was reflecting on it the other day. Because something was like, list 10 big things that happened this year. Lauren's like, and shut I, up. I, I was like, done, 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 done. I was like, well, that was an easy list. But I think it was, we really wanted to start our marriage off on a really strong foot and foundation. And so that's why we did it last year. But I'm going to do the same thing again this year. Because I think it is nice to have that reflection on 
where you want the relationship to go, but also on those little things that you're like, you know what, I really feel like I need help with household chores. Like I have just gotten to a point where I, I need help and that's just something that we need to work on. Yeah. Or that was another just right. random example. And so... But that's a good way to do it. If you do like a uh, like a New Year's resolution thing or where you guys are contributing together, that's a way to communicate with each other what your wants and needs are without directly targeting and saying, you're not doing this or you're not doing that. It's taking the blame off of both yeah. of you, really, and saying, this is an idea that I want. How can we both contribute to it? And you're in a neutral emotion. Yeah, yeah. Like you're in a, or not even that's neutral a really good point. point. You're in a positive emotion. That's state. a really good point. Of reflection rather than in the heightened emotion state arguing and like being in that moment of like, oh my gosh, I cannot do another dish right now (laughs) to like you have got to help me here. Then like I'm in that state of being mad. Yes, that's actually a really good point. Instead of like that state of reflection where you're like, hey, actually this is something that I've been feeling and I could really use your help. Yes. To like on the contrary... In my situation, I did assume things of my relationship, of the way my life was going to be. Sometimes even on the negative side, not against my, not against Jacob, not like against living with him or anything like that, but being like, oh gosh, I'm good. How am I going to juggle this and this and this and this? Assuming that all of those were going to be my responsibilities. But to my surprise, to my very positive surprise, and he is so busy. He wakes up an hour to two hours before me every day, goes to bed an hour to two hours after me every day. Yeah, well, but it's the same he way. has filled in and stepped up in so many ways. I try to remind him all the time. I'm like, you really stepped up in ways. I honestly, I'm not even trying to fault you that I never thought you would. Like for example, I get up in the morning. He wakes me first of all. Yeah. Even though I have an alarm, he wakes me and makes sure that I am up in time for work and like up in time for work. By the time I get up, the dog is out, fed, has already been played with. He has already studied he has already eaten and done all these oh things. Like all these things that I used to have to juggle in my head before I would get up and start my day that were like overwhelming for me that I never even ad- asked him to do. Like I didn't even assume that these things were going to be done when I moved in with him. And like every day I wake up and they're done and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Like I want to remind him how much I really appreciate that and how he really stepped up for me and that I didn't even have to ask him to do that. And I like really admire that. And it was amazing to like feel that come out of our relationship growing of us living together. Yeah. Which was like really awesome. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's important to like tell people the positives. Because the yeah. positives so often get swept under the rug. Yeah. Because they just end up being a given. Right. And then that's the thing we're just saying. You get used to it and then you take it for granted. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And so like I feel like that works even in friendships. Mm-hmm. Where you can like just get to a point where it's like, oh yeah, they're my friend. like, And you don't end up putting any energy into it. And then that friendship can like kind of disintegrate in a sense and so that's like been an interesting one that I've been working with is because there's so many long distance relationships now like I'm out of college like all of my college friends are now long distance and then I'm making new friends here and things like that but trying to keep the communication between all of them is an interesting balance because I do in my back of my mind sometimes take for granted those situations where I'm like oh yeah we're best friends like whatever but then they could be really struggling and i they need my support but yes. i don't know because yes. i haven't been communicating with them do you ever have bouts of like guilt where you're like oh my god i've been the shittiest friend ever yes yes that's like me because i feel that way all the time like with with my best friend i feel like 
oh my god, I don't even have to try. I know she's gonna love me regardless, endlessly, like no matter what, unconditionally. And even though she would, yes, you don't. That ever doesn't actually necessarily get there. mean like quote unquote she should. Yes. But, like, you know she will. Like, she'll always be there. Because I have the same situation with my friend Bailey. And I love her so much. So, (laughs) shout out to Bagel. But she (laughs) is in St. Kitts right now doing vet school. So, I know how busy she is because I know how busy Will is in med school. Like, that is a very intense path. And so, sometimes we don't get to talk a lot. And sometimes I take that for granted. Being like, she's always there. She's always in the back of my mind. But I still need to make sure that I'm putting forth that yeah. effort to the relationship. Yeah, yeah, no. And I definitely need a, re- a reminder and a refresher on that too. And it crosses my mind all the time. Because like you just said, people are on your mind all the time. Like I talk about, you know, these people all the time, every day to strangers. So if I'm talking about you to people, why am I not putting F to yes. you? Yeah. Yes. Sometimes you need a refresher on that. And I'm going to make that a goal for me for next year for sure so like really put more effort in like you know you have all these excuses oh I was moving I was settling in I was a settling into my new job I was doing this you always have excuses but when do the excuses become just you being not okay up so to what do you want potential? to do so you said that you want to make that a bigger priority yeah how are you going to do that I feel like I would love to plan like a really fun trip for me to like yeah. put effort in to like go and visit my best friend and like show like I really do want to be here which she's really, a natural yes, so yes, that's gonna be she a would super fun trip. and for me like, to be like <laughs> better on my phone like I know I'm not good on my phone at work and I know that I, I mean you can attest to this I'm not good at responding I'm not good at my phone yeah like, I'm not good I'm not the person to but, talk to about that yes. because I'm horrible but for phone. her I will be because yeah. she is worth that to me like for her I 100% will be and I will like strive and make it my goal to be better to text her in the morning and just say hey I love you I'm thinking of you I'm going to work have a good day because it takes no right. time I have a cousin you're giving me reasons phenomenal. to say there's no excuse yeah I have a cousin who's phenomenal at that so she like is the first one to text you happy birthday but then she's also the person who will text you and be like hey I'm thinking about you and she's just like she's like in this moment being like oh I went to a workout class I thought of you that type of thing I'm like I want to do that like when I think of somebody because I'm thinking of people all the time they'll be like you are though that's true my aunt would have loved this wine (laughs) like you know like a random thought like that but I'll let that go like that just goes in one thought bubble and out the other where I would prefer to like whip out my phone text them be like hey i'm thinking about you in this moment or be like hey here's a picture of the wine label i think you would really love this just those little instances because i'm already thinking it yeah i just want to take that step further yes and act on it i'm going to like make that a goal for me and like i i will hold you accountable you hold me accountable i I want to make sure that i am trying my hardest you know good night i love you i hope you have a good day even if it's just something small and you know I, I call her every day. I actually got off the phone with her before I came here. But, like, even if it's something small, I fill her in on my day. I rant about something weird. We talk about it, and that's it. That's fine. I really want to make sure that that is in a really big goal for me. Because keeping people in your life that are important to you are, like, it, that is so important. And I've learned that in the past year. Like, people who you have, that you are lucky to have them. You know? And I think it's also that idea that when you get one of those texts of, hey, I was thinking about oh, you today. Yeah. And just thinking about how that makes you feel and just like how you impact other people, 
I think that's a really fun thing to be reminded of. And so it is fun to know that somebody is thinking of me because they were literally told to breathe in that moment. And it's just like, you thought of me when they told you to breathe or they, you thought of me when they told you to drink water. I'm that go-to person. And like that makes me feel good because I know that I've impacted them in a positive way and they wouldn't normally know that. You know, Mm -hmm. and so, or I wouldn't normally know that, I guess. Like if they had just let that thought go, then I wouldn't know that. And then I may be in it having a really bad day and I would just be stuck in that kind of spiral. Whereas a comment like that can shift someone's perspective and someone's attitude in that very moment. It's like when you say someone that has a really nice shirt on. Yes. Like it changes their whole mood. Yes. I try really hard to like always do that. when I'm. You are the best person about that. You comment on But only every- when it's honest, though, because I won't tell you you look good unless I think you do. <laughs> but you're really good about finding, even if it's a personality trait. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be something that they're wearing. Like, I feel like there are those people who will say that they like your shirt no matter what because they like that conversation starter. Yeah. And so, like, don't be one of those people. Yeah. But Lindsay is so good at pinpointing what somebody is is so great about everyone's got really great qualities exactly so you're somebody who i feel like can really find either qualities or something that they're wearing or something that they're doing like physically like some you lit up when you said that or something (laughs) like that like you are good at naming oh i appreciate that really important like that's a fun quality and so being able to do that naming but also through text to like better yeah keep up with people yeah I think would be a fun yeah that's one I'm gonna of my try. resolutions too I I'm love it I'm really gonna try I, I promise you I really am gonna try but off topic but something that re- reminded yeah. me of just something small I wanted to ask you before when you were like oh my god like isn't doesn't it feel nice when somebody texts you and is like oh reminded you of whatever but like do you ever wonder of the people you've met in your life because you have really big circles here wonder yeah. how many times you cross somebody's mind in like a yes. small thought because the amount of people who cross my mind per day where I'm like oh what are they doing what how is this how are they doing? Like, I wonder where they are now. Whatever. Do you ever wonder? Oh, 100%. Isn't that crazy? And yeah. And so I feel like this just happened to me the other day where someone was like, oh, we were talking about you the other day to so-and-so. And I was like, I didn't even know so-and-so knew me. But it's interesting how those circles kind of intertwine. And you do end up talking about different people's big life events or things yeah. like that. Whether you see them on social media. Yeah. Or wherever, but it is those like fun connections where you're like, what? I know. I love that. So I'm definitely going to, when I think of somebody or they pass by my mind, instead of just being like, oh, I wonder where they are now in life, maybe I'll just uh, reach out and be like, maybe this would make me feel better if I knew what was going on. I love that. Okay. I feel like that's a really good place to kind of wrap up. We have a new New Year's resolution. Yes. We talked all about our relationship, getting into adulthood. Do you have any other like big health and wellness things that like you just want to end on or like some tip that you do that helps your mental health, your physical health, your relationships health? Can you just one tip that you're just I've, like, I've yes. been loving this. Like my cousin's was her ice roller. Like she has Ooh, been I love those. loving her yes. ice roller recently. I love my ice so. roller. I do. Jacob and I share it actually because he's really into skincare. Oh my gosh, stop. But 
He is not. How did you get him into skincare? He does my whole thing. He Will does refuses. Girl, he does vitamin C, niacinamide. He does hyaluronic acid. He does vitamin Stop C it. all over his face. I put it on like this. He has his own headband. He's no, really into he, it. Oh yeah. my god, I freaking yeah. love. And I do his eyebrows. I you know. To, no, you, yeah, I do. No, you don't. I wax them. I can't even see Will's eyebrows. Those are red. Yeah, I love that. But no, okay. Will refuses. He like. I think I'll put on sunscreen and not oh, about it. But good. like, I swear if I gave him hand soap from the bathroom, he put on he'd face. wash his face with it. <laughs> I'm like, what are, even are you? That's like, so I funny. break out from the smallest incident of dairy, yet you could wash your <laughs> like face with a bar of butter and it wouldn't do a thing. It makes what? me so mad. <laughs> That's so funny. I think, <laughs> a bar of butter, I think, um, What's important for me, honestly, is like during the week, I treat I treat my week days as like my normal days. I come home, I relax, I do what I got to do. Like this for me right now, being with you is relaxing for me after work. This feels like I'm spending my time with what I want to do with my time. I'm with my friend. I'm having a glass of wine. I'm, I'm talking with you. I'm feeling good. On the weekends, I treat that as like my days to check my boxes and like that makes me feel good. I know some people want their weekends to do the complete opposite and to sit at home on their couch and watch movies all day and do nothing. For me, I don't feel accomplished unless I have checked the boxes in my head, whether that's hanging invisible shelves or hanging pictures on the wall or deciding to take a toothbrush and scrub the grout in the tile in the bathroom or something random that I pop in my head. Jacob's yeah. like, every Saturday he's like, I swear, you create jobs in your head just to make yourself stressed out. I'm like, you know what? You're right because I like having a task to do. And on Saturdays for me, I love to go out and shop at thrift stores or like thrift things and I donate a few things and I'll pick up something interesting or find something and then on Sundays I use that as my day to like refresh and start the day over so the one thing that you asked me is like for me Sundays is the most important for me it is the way I start my week it is the way I refresh everything for the week I erase everything I've been through the week before and I start fresh I vacuum my carpet I get all dark dog hair out of the whole house I clean everything. I clean the mirrors in the bathroom. That's a big one for me that I start fresh. I'm like, okay, I'm cleaning the mirror. Everything that happened this week is gone. I clean the bathrooms. Everything is fresh and ready to start. And then as soon as I'm done, I make myself a tequila fizz or some sort of nice drink. <laughs> I sit down on the couch with Jacob. We watch football and then that is it. And I'm ready to start my week. I feel refreshed. I feel complete, like ready to go. And I always tell him like, I don't want my Sunday to be ruined. If any day to make plans, don't make it on Sunday. Cause I really just want my day to like do my thing. And I feel like it's like, I don't know about you, but when I'm like vacuuming, I feel like that's my time to like think in my head, to have my internal monologue. You mm -hmm. have those when you're thinking like, oh my gosh, how am I going to solve this problem? Like your brain is always working to think about the next thing in life. And for me, like when I'm going around the house doing my thing, that is my personal self-care time to like do my thing. I don't even like cleaning. I never liked cleaning. But when I moved in, figured out my role, my routine, like what I want to do, that for me is like really relaxing. So that is my thing. I am just like geeking in my head. I'm shocked because that I just said that to you too. I, oh, God. No, not because you just said that. I'm because shocked. I literally just recorded an entire episode about my perfect Sunday routine featuring my gist day, my get my shit together day. Oh, and yes, yes. literally where I do every single thing that you just described and how Sunday is like my yes, holy day. That is the day. It is yes. a holy day. So they don't call it the, the Lord's day for nothing. <laughs> it, it is, is the a, day. Yes. Yes. So you and I have the 
same exact Sunday plans. So at least yeah. I'll know when I need a cleaner refresh yes. so that I can come over and you'll be doing the same thing <laughs> yeah. at the same time. Yes. But yeah, there's an entire episode on how I do my gist day yeah. and how I structure it. Yeah. After this episode, go check that one out and go yeah, listen to exactly. what you do on a gist day. Exactly. Make, find your gist day. It doesn't the have to be a Sunday. Sunday. Routine. It could be a Tuesday, whatever That's day. What I, said. I was like, if because I have a lot of clients who their gist day is on Monday. Because like I tell everyone about my gist day because I think it's important to habit batch. Mm-hmm. And so once you, the hardest part about going for a run, the hardest part about cleaning, the hardest part about anything is starting. And so once you start, even if it's just setting a five minute timer, likely you'll go past that yes. five minute timer. Yes. Likely you'll keep going. And so the fact that you have a day where it's just like, okay, I'm going to start and I'm just going to keep going until it's done. Yeah. And you just do it all. Yeah. And so a lot of my clients do it on Monday because that's their day where they're going to meal prep for the entire week. Mm-hmm. That's the day that they're starting. That's the day that they want to refresh from the weekend because they've had plans all week, whether yes. they have little kids yes. or something, that they've had weekend plans. And that's fine. You're they making can do me look that. forward to something like, right now. I'm like, oh my, oh my gosh. gosh, yeah, I'm I know. excited. I'm so excited. Especially when you had a bad week too, where you're like, yeah. oh God, this was horrible. Yeah. Let me just start I'm over. in one of those weeks where on Tuesday, I thought it was Friday. On Wednesday, I thought it was Thursday. And now today, I feel like it's Wednesday. And so, like, I don't I don't know what day it is. So I need Sunday to happen so, you can so that I know what day it is. That I, I that. know it's a yes, Sunday. Yes, I love that. So I am right there with you. Well, that is the absolute perfect place to end. Yes. So everyone, go structure your gist day, plan it in. Yes. And <laughs> I'm so glad you joined me, me too. for Wine Chat. Okay, we have to cheers we'll it out. more cheers. But cheers. Yay! Happy podcast. Thank you for having me, Lauren. I'm very excited to be here. (laughs) Thank you so much for being my guest. (laughs) Bye, guys.